Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of the Coach's Edge and Kramer Basketball. And right now we are five weeks in to our nine-week summer camp tour, uh, traveling Michigan and Ohio this year. Next year we're officially going to be running camps in South Carolina as well. And we just finished running a camp as I'm recording this in early June for the Sandusky basketball program, specifically the girls basketball program. They have one of our Coach's Edge members there. His name's Aldemont. All likelihood he's going to become the winningest coach in girls high school basketball history for the state of Michigan next season. And I'm just reminded of how much I love this game and I love working with coaches, especially coaches like him, because they just want to get better so bad and they want to continue to learn so much. And here he is, you know, he's, he's been coaching for like 40 years. He's forgotten more basketball than I know. And he's bringing me in to work with his program and he's taking notes of some of the drills that we're doing. And he's talking to me about how, you know, we teach shooting and how, you know, I teach shooting is, you know, a little different. It's something new and how he really likes that. And, you know, some of the girls can get some of those techniques down for driving their elbow through the ball. Some different things can really help them. And I'm like, man, like, I want to be like him. I want to continue to be like him 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road where I'm just always hungry to continue to learn and grow and if you're listening to this podcast and if you're a podcast listener like myself, you're in that boat because you enjoy learning from other people as do I. And so I hope that I can share something in this episode that can help you learn as well as far as talking about some spacing within your offense and what that could look like. And make sure you just have a good feel for what that looks like for your program. And just as importantly, your coaching staff and your players know what that offensive scheme and that breakdown, how that's broken down as far as, you know, the, the layers, the transition piece, which I'll talk about in a second. But to go back to the camp that we just ran, you know, I was talking with Coach DeMott and, you know, out of a 365 days in a year, over 100 days out of the year, I won't have slept in my own bed because I'm just traveling around coaching, working with different programs, players in different states. And he's like, man, that's, you know, that's, that's tough. And I was just like, you know, it, it is tough. And thank goodness I have a, a wife and kids that are very understanding of something that I'm so passionate about. And they get to travel up with me in the summer too. So it's not like, even though I'm away from home, it's not like I don't get to see my family uh, all the time, but still there's a lot of times where I don't see my wife and kids throughout the course of the year. And you got to love it, right? You just, you just have to love it. And I was talking to him about how, you know, I think I might get bored if I had my own gym and I was only training in that location, I'd probably get a little stir crazy just because I love working with so many different people and coaches. And sometimes that means you, you got to travel, you got to go out of state to work with some of these programs. And it's just been a blessing because I think I've expanded my knowledge of the game, like, saying this as humbly as I can't, I feel like I'm just learning every year. I feel like I'm learning faster, if that makes sense. You know, I, I feel like this, it's like exponential growth as far as 
the learning process. And I think one of the reasons is because the traveling has allowed me to interact with programs in rural areas, programs in more urban areas, programs that are some of the biggest in the state, programs that are some of the smallest in the state, and just be able to see this variety of coaches, players, programs, working with programs that are trying to rebuild, working with programs that are trying to win a state championship and everything in between. Uh, it's just been an awesome, awesome experience for me. And I, I've learned a ton and, you know, that gives me the chance to share some of those things through the podcast and especially with our coaches edge coach members, which gets us into the topic of this podcast, our layers of offense, what that looks like and things that we continue to talk about with our coaches coach members, which is live. So if, if you're curious about coaches coach, you can go, you can register, hit the link in the bio. You can become one of our members. Uh, we raised the price $1 a month essentially is what it would break down to. Um, which is, it's, a, it's just a, it's a steal. Like we, we're so excited for what the future holds with the coach's edge. Uh, we think this is going to be one of the best coaching platforms in the country, if not already. And, um, you know, it's because of the contributors that we have, the college and high school contributors that we have, the members that we have. And, you know, for me, just being full-time in this, being all in and invested, um, you know, I think it's a recipe for success. So as we dig into layers of offense, I think it's important for us to first understand what's the transition piece of our offense. Does our team understand the transition habits that we want to have as far as our, you know, coaches will call their, their break, right? Does everybody understand what their transition break looks like? What are the lanes? Where do we want the basketball? Who do we want the basketball? When do we want players in certain spots? And if you're a team that wants to run fast, I mean, it's easy to measure. I mean, are you dry? Are your kids booking it on those first three steps? Uh, are do you have more players crossing half court before the other team? If you really want to play fast, and that also becomes a part of your transition. As we go from transition into more of a half court. Are we transitioning into the correct spots? Coach Burton of Southern Maine Community College National Champion talks about this a lot with his four out one in motion offense package, which is in the coach's edge. Talks about filling the spots, getting to the locations and how the majority of the players on their roster can play different spots and positions. And so as long as they're filling certain spots and staying spaced, you know, they have the geography on the court that is going to allow them to be successful. And then from there, you're getting into certain automatics on ball and off ball where, you know, the ball goes here, which is, you know, this happens that creates this chain reaction of other actions that occur on the court. You know, coach will call those triggers as well, right? Whether it's a, a ball screen whether it's uh, driving the nail and getting somebody into the weak side corner, whether it's driving and filling behind, there's certain locations on the court we want to fill because of actions that have occurred, automatic actions, right? Everybody knows this series based on the, the movement of the players, movement of the basketball, and the actions that occur because of it. With that in mind, there's a lot of 
this than that to create these small, small advantages. And when things get stale or get somewhat even, there's certain things that we can go to to try to create that mini action again. And sometimes this can be done as a team with an away screen, a ball screen, a dribble handoff. And sometimes this is an individual being able to create a small breakdown in a one-on-one situation that can then lead to help and recover, help side defense, do an extra rotation. And then we can get back into some of these actions that we like to have or our automatics that we know the defense is going to have to be rotating out of. This could also happen with post touches. Simply getting the basketball into the post can cause the defense to suck in, to have to kick out, rotate, drive kick swing, post touch kick swing. Actions like that are going to cause the defense to react, and then we know how to play out of it. Once we understand how to play out of it, we also need to have an answer to the counters that teams are giving us. And this also goes into the sets, which is essentially your last piece. But we have certain actions that we're going to perform. And we understand the reads based on how the defense is going to cover us. Right? Are they going to lock and trail on a wide pin down? Are they going to switch on the wide pin down? Are they going to try to almost hedge out on that and then recover? I mean, there's different ways that you can defend any anything, right? So do we understand how we're going to respond to those reactions that uh, an opponent has? Which goes into our last phase or layer of offense, which is your sets, your plays. And most coaches, you're in the same boat. You want to teach your kids to play. You don't want to teach them plays for the most part. But it's vital for us to also have in our back pocket certain sets to get something at a given point in time. Maybe a certain player is, is really feeling it. We need to get them some more touches. Maybe uh, the defense has a, a weak link and we have a couple of sets that we can run to really you know, make them have to help or, or double team when they wouldn't really want to. You have some sets given time, score, situation late clock. And then again, based on those sets that you run, you also have your counters to what the defense is going to do. Essentially, your response to the reactions that they make. Do your players understand those layers? Now, are they going to know it and do they need to know it as well as you and your coaching staff do? No, of course, of course not, right? You, You need to give them the information that they need to be successful. That's what you're trying to do as coach. But Do they understand the phases as far as their transition to the spacing? And then do they understand the concept piece of this and then that? What are the automatics that we try to get into? If we didn't get an easy bucket or open shot in transition, we've already gone to the spots that we're trying to fill. And then there's automatic automatic actions, excuse me, that happen out of that. <clears throat> I'm starting, I'm lo- kind of losing my voice. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I've been running five weeks of camps, and every year 
uh, I like lose my voice for the first week and then it comes back and I'm up and running. And this year it has not been the case. I have not gotten my voice back to 100% like I always have in the past. Maybe it just means I'm getting old. Anyway, back to this, the layers of offense. Our players need to understand the automatics that we run within our offense. The They need to understand as we get into our automatics, you know, what are some of those common reactions that the defense is going to make? And then we, we can react to that. And that's really where you get into um, your, not just your response, but you understand there's really patterns to this. Certain defense is going to guard things differently, but for the most part, you're probably seeing this before. Or if it's something brand new, you're probably going to see it again. So the faster we can start to understand how the defense is going to guard us in certain situations should allow us to learn even faster and our players to learn even faster what that counter is. And it goes the same thing for that final layer of offense being sets. And we're putting together a little graphic for our Coach's Edge, not coach members, so you can get a, a feel for this, but pretty straightforward to understand really as, as far as getting from your transition into your spacing, into your automatics. How do you respond out of those automatics, your counters? And then as you get into your sets, same thing. We run your sets, and then what are our counters out of those sets? If your players understand those layers of offense, you're building high IQ basketball players. Now, the last thing that I'll say with this is the pecking order, which I don't think we talk about enough in the basketball podcasting world. But you play through your best players. So even though I'm talking about all this and it sounds like equal opportunity, I'm not talking equal opportunity, right? As much as I love a good motion offense, just because it's motion doesn't mean it's equal opportunity. We want our best players to touch the ball more. We want our best players to make the majority of decisions. We want our best shooters to shoot the basketball the most, right? We want our best drivers to get to the rim more. Maybe that means finishing. Maybe that's creating for other people. So, with all of these things in mind, it's also important for us to make sure that our team knows somewhat of the pecking order as far as whose job it is to do what. That's the roles, right? You can play yourself into a role. You can play yourself out of a role. But if you have no understanding what the role is and what you're being asked to do, guess what? Either way, you're going to be in trouble, all right? And so that's my encouragement for you is as you're in the summer and you're thinking about what your team is going to look like for this coming season. Do they understand their layers of offense? And do you have in mind the roles that your players are going to have, the pecking order that there is going to be as far as minutes and shots and responsibilities, and to communicate that in a way to your team so that each player is still bought in, they're still invested because they want success for the group more than they want individual stats for themselves. Thank you for listening to Coach's Edge Podcast. We hope you found it beneficial. A positive rating review goes a really long way. But most importantly, if you have questions about joining coachesedge.coach, we'd love to help you. We have literally have clients on the coast in South Carolina, on the coast in California, and throughout the country in between. And I would love to chat with you and see if this is the right fit for you to join 
coachesedge.coach. It's an online resource site filled with PDFs, videos that we upload every single month. It includes two monthly Zoom calls, sometimes more. In those Zoom calls, we have presentations, we have guest speakers, we have roundtable discussions. We learn from one another. That's the cool thing, especially during basketball season. It's a lot of fun to talk during basketball season with our members. You get free access to the Kramer Basketball app. That's your team. So your varsity team, if you're a high school coach, we have free access to the Kramer Basketball app, which is $9.99 a month per player, right? You get all of that for free. That's huge. That's all hundreds of videos, workouts on finishing, shooting, strength and conditioning, tons of great stuff, ball handling. You want and on about our app alone. You guys get that for free for being a part of the Coach's Edge. And then as I was talking to my uncle who's uh, had a lot of success in business and I was telling him about the expansion of Kramer basketball and the coach's edge. And I was telling him more about the website and the other resources that come along with it. He's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. He's like, with your membership site, you're telling me the coaches also basically get access to you. They can text you. They can email you. They can get on the zoom with you or have a phone call with you and you're going to personally try to have a conversation with them to help them with whatever it is at any point, whether it's a summer basketball camp, whether it is a team that you're trying to scout for the upcoming, you know, game in a district championship, you're doing that as well. I said, yeah. He's like, man, he's like, that's, I can't put a price tag on that. He's like, and he was a CEO, right? And he's like, as the CEO of a basketball team, he's like, you don't realize how important it is to be able to talk to somebody else who has their own view, but they're not your assistant. They're not there every day. It's an outside perspective. It's a fresh perspective. He's like, you have no idea how much that helps someone when they have questions about something, when they have an idea to bounce around someone and to get a perspective from the outside with the experience that you have he's like that that is high level and he obviously wants me to charge a lot more money than i charge um but we're not doing that we just want you to join coachesedge.coach and help you however we can because that's what we want to do we want to help people do what they do just better easier faster more right so if you have any questions about that please reach out it's contact at kramerbasketball.com thank you for listening And as always, get after today.